listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, following. following. journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Butter a carb? Will you stop eating? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 22 of Foodies Watching Movies. I am your host, Veronica, and with me as always, my co-host, Nate Phillips. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome to the show. I did not mean to do that to your guys' uh, ear holes, but I just drank a Pepsi and it kind of <laughs> just was funny timing. You gotta run with the punches when you have them, you know? Wow. Well, this is a food-based podcast, so I'm gonna let that one slide. Joining us again, Miss Sarah Van Lanningham. How's it going, girl? That made me think of Billy Madison. <laughs> He's burping the alphabet. No, but it's making me think of that part now. It made me think of the part where she was uh when they were in um kindergarten and she was taking Miss Lippy was taking attendance and then he did like the fart hands. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> like as soon as, Yeah, you know. Here. Yeah. Anyways. It's funny that you bring up nineties movies. We're gearing up to our nineties bracket. We're gonna be really hitting yeah. that hard soon we're saving that for our season finale of this se- current season i can't believe we're almost at the end yeah i know and then it'll be a short little break and then we'll hit it hard with season four Woo! Woo-hoo. who knows what'll happen in season four I don't know. that's the future let's talk about the now the have you guys had any good food recently like i just i'm curious i just ate a nutty bar that's pretty good nutty bars are delicious <laughs> What are your favorite snacks? That's actually a great little segue. Like, we didn't really, like, snack down, like, all-time favorite. You're going to go on a desert island. You can only take one snack with you. What are you taking? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's it's damn true. That's not right. Like, they're going to mm. they're gonna let you have one snack. They're going to fly it in every day. You'll have regular meals, whatever. It's normal. But you can only get one snack. It's like a delicacy. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel I like... Know. I'm panicking. I have. It's easy for me. It's What's like the most. It's fucking Nestle Butterfingers. Come on. The original ones. OG gangsters. We're rapidly running out of places to buy those original ones. Running out of time on the original Butterfingers. They're not it's tasting sad. as good anymore. And they're starting to get glue on them. Didn't you find yeah. one with like glue on it or something? Yeah, because they've been sitting around for a while in, you know, hot gas stations and stuff. <laughs> oh, bummer. Yeah. It's the episode title Hot, ga- hot Gas Stations. Hot gas station oh, snacks. Hard to say for I'm some reason. I'm so sick of gas station snacks and food. Like, I can't even really think of snacks yeah. because we live off of fucking snacks. 
from gas stations. We're on the road so much. Right. Yeah, we play a lot of shows, so we're on the road a lot, and we uh, have yet to master the art of shopping and meal prepping. We've done it mm-hmm. a couple times. We did really good on the Columbus trip. Yeah, that we, like, we did. Yeah. You did. You slayed. That was stellar. <laughs> great food days. Man, yeah. that was like a great trip as far as the food we was concerned. We had cheese and crackers. We had blackberries. We had Tupperware filled with bananas and oranges. And See, that's what we need to do. We just borzen. need to fucking meal prep. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. We need that. to learn how to do that and buy some good Tupperware. Apparently, the new Tupperware that I bought from the family dollar dollar bill, y'all just broke. Yeah, Sarah, that first, that big piece that we had that Uh we just cleaned, I was washing it. The only really cute one with the banana leaves on it, my Golden Girls one. It literally cracked in my hand. It was the most ridiculous thing. Dollar Tree shit. Yeah, Yeah. it was only five (laughs) bucks. I can't be too mad at it. But uh, I'm not letting you guys get down to this question about the snacks because I answer with Butterfingers, but I'm, I'm serious. You're trapped on the desert island. Well, like, if we're going with Butterfinger things, like, if I'm going for a snack like that, I'm also going to say Butterfingers, the original Nestle ones. I love them. Okay, I hear that. I love them. They bring me back to memories of uh, swimming (laughs) in my youth. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm about to tell the story about the fact that I was, like, my family would go to country clubs and the country club and swim every summer. (laughs) Ooh, talk about it. Ooh. My stepdad's family, uh... Was members of the Yuki Country Club. Clarify and, that it's spelled Yush. Yeah, Y O U C H E. So we were driving one time, just to side tangent, and I was like, "What is this Yush Yush Country Club?" <laughs> I was like, "Uh, that's pronounced Yuki." <laughs> Like all fucking posh. (laughs) And I literally was like, no, it's not. Such a bummer, though, because that place has uh, been recently demolished. And uh, they filled in the pool, and it's all overgrown and crazy right now. So it's all gone. It's like my childhood is all gone. But I had a blast. My sister and I would swim there every summer. Jesus, that cat is so loud. Why is she in here? (laughs) Ami wanted to be on the podcast, so I'm making her be on the podcast. See, now you have no option. (laughs) Yes, that was amazing. Great job. She's super amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was awesome. She clearly hates Nate. Man, that Just was amazing so you know, audio my, content. Yeah, my cat is very vocal. She's not being tortured or maimed or anything. No. Yeah, she's just this crabby she is, French lady. Yeah, she's very crabby Emily. French lady, she's old lady. Definitely Emily scratched my nipple. She definitely yeah, scratched yeah, my like nipple. You. Nate likes to force his love. Yeah, he's very like, aggressive yeah, with his love for cats. He's like, what is that? Was it Tiny Toons or which yeah, one was yeah, it yeah, that yeah. had uh, that little girl Elvira? Elmira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Tiny Toon Adventures. She yeah. had the little skull and crossbow. I'm gonna love him and hug him and kiss him and kill him and yeah, or call yeah. Him George. I don't remember what the line is, but yeah, that's it. Okay, I remember. Yeah, I'm. I could be Elmira. That was an interesting. Uh, Elmira, that's what it yeah, is. Mm-hmm. Elmira, for sure. What an interesting tangent. Yeah. Well, Ami showed up. My nipple got scratched, and here we are. Say la vie. <laughs> I was just watching Tiny Toon Adventures the other day with my kid. It's on uh, Hulu, I think. Huh. That's awesome. I want to go back and revisit that. Did Sarah ever answer the snack question on the island? No. We're going to get there eventually, folks. Uh. Oh, see, I'm going to play a different angle. Ooh, I um, love it. I just don't know exactly how yet. Because I need a sweet and salty angle. If I'm on a desert island and I'm getting a snack every day, then if I choose something that is like a sweet and salty, like say Chex Mix or something, I can have like different things. 
in oh, one snack. Oh, look at you. That's practical. And that. then, you know, like, because it has, like, the chocolate candies and the cereal pieces and, like, maybe some of those, like, Gardetto things or, like, whatever Chex Mix. I don't know. I guess I'm going to choose that for now because I'm, like, on totally the gas station. totally an stuff. old man answer. Correct. It's perfect, though. That's it's super my... analytical way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you're like, no, 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 no. Hold on. What's the most That's bang for my That's how I win buck? games. <laughs> That's how I win at life. I'm over here, like, <laughs> oh, she's going to. old man at heart. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say beef jerky. I was like, oh, she's going to pick beef jerky. That's an awesome answer. I want to pick beef jerky. Like, I'm dumb. Why didn't I pick no, beef jerky? I don't like, want meat leather the whole time I I'm do, on this island. Kinda. I want Butterfingers. I'm not going to lie. I never get sick of eating those. Yeah, same. I could they're have them really every good. day and be totally fucking happy if they're the perfect Nestle ones that aren't too hard and hurt my teeth. Alternately, Snickers is life. Like That's my thing. I don't like Snickers. I like Milky Ways if I'm going that way because I don't like nuts. Have I talked about that on the show before? How like there's the three. I have, I'm sure I have. How like it was that Mars candy that did that does the Milky Ways and they do Snickers and they do Three Musketeers, Mars Bars Factory or whatever. I don't know if it's Mars. I know it's the same company though. Okay. Well, anyways, whoever does it, I can't remember. But it's like they were like, okay, Three Musketeers baseline. And then they added, what, just caramel to the Three Musketeers? Here's Milky your Milky Way. Way. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, let's also add nougat and nuts. Mm-hmm. Boom, Snickers. Mm-hmm. Home run. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. It's the best snack. Yeah, I love Three Musketeers. That was another favorite. I would always like eat the chocolate off of it first and then just eat the nougat oh, after. Yeah. <laughs> I was like fucking perfect because it was like delicious fluffy vanilla marshmallow tape flavor, you know? It's like a challenge. Like, remember mm-hmm. when, like, pulling apart Oreo cookies used to be a challenge? Yeah, yeah, totally. And then, like, now the cream filling, it just, like, just crumbles apart in your hand sometimes. Yeah. We like had those pull-apart yeah. Twizzlers the other day, remember? Pull and peels. Yeah. Yeah, pull and peels. Yeah, and then you got those weird ones that tasted... Uh... Yeah, the the cherry lemonade <laughs> oh, Did we ones. talk about those already? I think we did. Yeah, the Play-Doh yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah the, the Play-Doh, Play-Doh ones. Flavored. Oh, yeah. God, we're back to it. I know. Ooh. We've been eating a lot of road snacks. We've yeah, been on the road yeah. a lot. <laughs> we're, we're on a circle now. It's okay. You, you, we, now we're on a loop. We circled back around. That's fine. Because we still didn't really talk about the initial question, which was like, what good foods have we been eating? What's been... I know tonight we had a really tasty dinner. Like, man. Yeah, we had Guero's again. Taco dinner. Point. El Guero's for the win. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a thing with tacos, you guys. That's pretty much all we know how to eat. What did you have? And chicken and waffles. I didn't have chicken and waffles, though. (laughs) We went to Round the Clock. Oh, fuck yeah. We should talk about that experience, too. That's a that good was one. a strange experience. That was weird. Yes. It was late at night. We don't usually go out to eat yeah. after It was like going hour. to Walmart, but for food. Yeah, but I, that was when I had to work late, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. We got back into town real late. At like, fuck, like, yeah. It was like 10.35 or 11. It was up there. That's yeah, late for me. and I'm I an needed adult. that. And we had delicious diner food. And yeah, it had was some really coffee. Good. Yeah, diner coffee. coffee. It was all right. Did you guys both have breakfast? Yeah, I did have breakfast. It was delicious. What'd you? I had pancakes and like eggs, and (laughs) I figured uh, that was gonna be my last four way. Four way. I can't talk. It's gonna be my last time eating pork, so I went for Mm -hmm. it because my mother showed up with a new uh, piggy pal, a pot belly pig. At my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we have officially of reached nowhere. A little guy. the sixth degree of. Yeah, our new piggy, Kevin Bacon. 
Yep. <laughs> so since that happened, uh, I decided that I can't possibly eat pork products in good conscience anymore because I love Kevin so much. And I didn't want to like him, but I really do. He's a great little pet. <laughs> well, guess what else you're going to have to learn to like now? What? Uh, all beef hot dogs. I do like those. Like the Angus beef hot dogs. I do like those. I like those. I've been well, learning. you don't like them. Nate doesn't like them. Not Nate a fan. Nate doesn't like them. I couldn't remember. I can eat those. I don't give a fuck if I'm a friend with a pig. I'm still going to eat fucking pork. <laughs> I like well, bacon. The whole reason like, I even brought, Jesus Christ. The whole reason I even brought Kevin up was because um, we were talking about what I had for breakfast at Round the Clock. Yes. Yeah. Which was a slice of ham, which I took like one bite of. Mm-hmm. Uh, bacon, which there was not nearly enough of. It was like little tiny squiggly pieces, mm-hmm. <laughs> which they were really good with my pancakes. I was super pleased. <laughs> and then, you know, I ordered two eggs, and of course they gave me three. Yeah, what is that? It's like a what Midwestern thing. What is that diner thing? thing? I like, don't understand. I never want three eggs. I just barely want two. Right. And Feels then I wasteful. feel waste. Yeah, I don't like feeling wasteful. And I felt a little wasteful, but I ate so much food. It was fucking delicious. Yeah, I did have chicken and waffles that night. That's why. Oh I yeah, said you did. How were they? Oh yeah. Because you totally. can get the chicken and waffles a couple yeah. of different ways there. Like you can pick the way yeah, you get your chicken you can served. Get, like, wings and you can get strips. I just got the fried chicken strips. Tenders. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had had That's like what I a twelve-hour-long day, and I was like, I need chicken and waffles now. Mm-hmm. I ate them all. All of it. I think we all ate everything on our plates. Like yeah, it was I good. had I that Chipotle the burger. The sausage that I had, the breakfast sausage, didn't look cooked all the way. It was like pink oh yeah, and weird. I remember. Remember that. So I didn't eat. What that. did you have, Nate? I ended up having that Chipotle burger, and I I told him I was like, I want the sauce on the side. Best decision mm. because then I could take a bite with a, a little sauce on it every time and get exactly the right amount of sauce. And it's not like squirting down the back of my throat, going mm. off my fucking hands or whatever. This sounds totally not like I'm eating food and a porno is happening. But no, it's like Whoa. I just like smashed this burger. It was so good. Like mm. I was blown away. And you guys had said like we should go to round the clock again, and I was like, yes, let's go. There were so many other burgers I want to try mm. now that I know that they're really good. Like, mm. well, good to know. They Next did a really great job. Well. Yeah, they do a really great job. I was genuinely impressed. I was thinking like the next time we have a really late show. And we don't want to eat it, motherfucking steak and shake. And there's no Waffle House in sight. And there's no Waffle House in sight. Then we can go to Round the Clock. I'm into that, totally. Mm-hmm. It's a cool celebration station. Uh, <laughs> we should talk about our waitress. Interesting people there. Yes, huh? our waitress like cozied up to us and was TMI right out the gate. Like, Yeah. It was very interesting. I think it she just late. had a long day. She was just like, hey, so um, I'm not going to take your guys' order yet because these other people just walked in and I really need to take care of them first because I don't want them to feel awkward and they really demand service really fast and I don't want to lose them because I've had, had them as customers for like 20 years and I was like, whoa, live story, lady, Coming slow down. And we're like, uh, can we get some coffee? <laughs> yeah, we like, yeah. <laughs> we're fine to wait. We need a minute anyway. <laughs> we're 15, you know? That was funny. Yeah. And that's always the hard part about a, a place when you have the the all, the all 24-hour like breakfast menu with a regular dinner menu. Mm-hmm. Is that you sit and stare at the menu for? So at least I did. I was like, don't want breakfast. There's too many options. I circled around. I almost said the chicken and waffles is life. I almost ordered uh, just French toast because that's my jam too. You know, mm-hmm. I was all over the place. I, you know, I almost ordered. They uh, have like crepes there too. I almost ordered some sort of chicken sandwich, and then I circled back to the burgers, and I was like, no, 
It has been decided. Didn't you say something happened to a burger place down the street? Mine are done. Oh, yeah. Tell a truck ran that. into the wall yesterday. What? Yeah, I oh, saw that shit. online. Another another vehicle. I, I feel like Mine are done just gets a lot of vehicles that strike the side of the building God, for damn. some reason. Well, they are <laughs> on a very busy location. Indianapolis location. Yeah. And it's, uh, Scary. I shouldn't laugh because, you know, people could get hurt or whatever. Nobody got hurt. It just, like... They said the ridiculousness they, of the incident, though, is yeah. Hilarious. They tried to like talk up the damage to the brick wall. You know, Jeez. it's like okay, we get it. Somebody, <laughs> somebody probably hit it at like twenty five miles an hour, and they needed to write about it enough but. to fuck it up. And lucky there <laughs> yeah. wasn't someone sitting there that got hit by one of the bricks because yeah, that's actually yeah. more, mm-hmm. you know, really destructive than possibly get. Because you could take a shot to the car. I know. I mean, my sister got hit by a car. She survived school. You know, you, bodies are durable. That's not really cool. For, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying like, I'm saying How very like, casual. I'm just saying like bodies are durable. So like it's. it's They're mo- resilient. Yes. It, it's more dangerous in those situations for debris to be what gets you, not debris, the car. Debris. Ooh, Twister reference. Debris. I love that. You're making us watch that damn Tornado Hunter I show. I don't want to watch that. I didn't make you do anything. I just put it on and you're choosing to partake in the <laughs> No, you're like asking us so what do you want to watch and then we'll be like hmm oh wait i'm just gonna put this on and then you put it on and we're like uh, okay he didn't even All ask right. us if we wanted to watch jeopardy oh we've been watching a lot I of jeopardy though watching and that's jeopardy. always like a go to so like good at it and that's always like a get re- <laughs> you're right you're really good at it but like it's always like a getting ready for bed type show like i'm right re- i'm not ready to zen out that's and not watched, think like nine episodes in a row yesterday until <laughs> yeah, like three in the morning it was not three in the morning it was like one it was like three <sighs> can i just say again my nipple really hurts from where ami scratched me she just did that live on the podcast and it's like ouch yeah Burning. you shouldn't be picking her up yeah so lesson learned have claws. huh cats yeah she claws. does have claws i know sucks yeah uh we we didn't talk about what we had at guero's today though uh, I had four standard, you know, chicken tacos. That's your go-to. Yeah, but I like it's, them. It's good. They're really delicious. I mean, they're consistently delicious. With you know, I get you got to get the two corn tortillas, and the onions, and cilantro. You don't eat them like that. We well, you but know, that's but how I like no, to eat but that's them not with the lime. Oh, yeah. But that's not true Sometimes because ever will. ever since we've been going there. Yeah. I order those street tacos and get them cilantro and onion just like she did them. Because remember, and you guys can go back way back to earlier episodes of Foodie Season 2 where I was like, you have to be a bold, very passionate, very, you know, believe in what you're putting out there chef to only have two items on your taco and confidently sell them that way on the menu every time. Right. You know, and she does. She kills it. Absolutely. I stopped getting the tacos because the last couple times I ordered the steak ones, it was gristly. Yeah. And I yeah. wasn't feeling it. So I started getting the cheese quesadilla, and that was really good because I've been getting also the homemade cheese dip. This oh, queso. It's so queso good. Is oh, so my God. Delicious. Nate did something horrific with it, which I mean, I understand, <laughs> but it was really gross to watch. Let me, can I back up a little bit? So yeah, I, ordered the, I ordered the burrito suezo. And got it with no rice or lettuce because I'm not about or cilantro because I'm not about that life. Um, but I got like halfway and it started to kind of get dry. Can I just say, having to order this for him on the phone with this little Mexican lady was just like so funny because <laughs> I said, "Okay, this is funny, but I need to get 
the chicken burrito suesa with no rice. Okay, no rice. Anything else? I'm like, that's not it. It's no rice, no lettuce, no fucking what else? Cilantro. No cilantro. cilantro. And she's like, what? Uh, no rice, no lettuce, no cilantro. I'm like, that's correct. And she's like, okay. <laughs> what else? Uh, what else? I'm like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's like of, a you know. She's probably like stupid gringa. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. So who doesn't like cilantro, man? I yeah. don't. Yeah. The answer is Nate doesn't. Ridiculous. But I'm I like sorry. that lady. She's funny. Oh my know, god, Maria! She's so sweet. She's amazing. I love her. Uh, I'm trying to think. And they have really good churros there. Oh, you know what? I have yeah. to talk about this. So we had some like left. You don't. V doesn't really get down on ground beef, but we had some no. leftover like uh, frozen ground beef, right? Like th- like two pounds of ground beef. So we crock pot cooked it. And I like mixed some barbecue sauces in and seasoned it and stuff. And it was all right. It was like kind of like a weird, it almost to me. You made like a grilled sandwich with it. Yeah, but it tasted to me like cafeteria sloppy joe, which doesn't quite taste as good as manwich, if you get what I'm saying. Like it's, it's like kind of like. <laughs> it was like knockoff manwich. Kind of knockoff manwich. Yeah. I didn't think, think I need that. to participate in this conversation because I don't like sloppy joe. I know, I know, I know. But anyways, we had some <laughs> leftovers and Sarah, you told me to do this thing that was have awesome. Some more sloppy joe. Yeah. Like we used the leftovers I that we had. It was an old school American recipe. I'd never done this before, so it's cool. I'm interested. I'm gonna cook with the same recipe and do it with other things that like you we all like. So it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna keep talking. <laughs> no, I was asking you to Oh. Oh, basically, uh this is, you know, what lazy Americans do. They take this quick and there's a recipe on the Bisquick box. At least there used to be. I didn't find it on this Bisquick box. Uh, I had to look the recipe up. But you, like, take ground beef. And I, you're supposed to make it from... Fresh. Just, like, a, gr- a pound of ground beef with an onion. And you, um, you know, you skillet on the skillet or whatever. You brown it. And then, like... You put it in a baking dish, a glass baking dish, and then you put cheese on top of it, and then you make the Bisquick mix, like like batter, you know, like you mix eggs and milk in with it, and you pour it in and you bake it like a casserole, and it's really, you know, if you like that kind of stuff, V's horrified right now because she hates ground beef, but yeah. like, I'm just like uh... it's like a biscuit like pie it's like cheeseburger pie is what they call it the grittiness of that texture is what kills me but i mean once you like you know you've cooked it on the skillet and then you bake it it like doesn't get all weird like that it just depends on how much you cook it plus it's also in it's less dense because it's in the bisquick stuff which is it was a really cool recipe i mean it was simple to the point Mix it, it up. Just, we got yeah, two meals out of that one thing. Yeah, because you, know? you didn't. You weren't really happy with the way it tasted the first time. So I thought, well, this will hide it, you know. 
What if you did that with like a chicken pot pie recipe, though? That's what I told him. I didn't want to tell you about that recipe because you were going to get weirded out because you don't like ground beef. But you can do it with everything else. But yes, you can do it. Basically, you just put meat, whatever kind you want, you know, Mm -hmm. and cheese and biscuits. So like it turns into like a biscuit, cheese, Oh my God, my brain is going a million miles a second. I mean, I guess you could could make vegetarian one too you could do anything you wanted with it yeah. it's a basic like bisquick recipe it's like make it's like a casserole base yeah you know what's funny that nate didn't know about that he just mentioned to me the other day speaking of like easy bisquick kind of recipes mm-hmm. he was telling me that his buddy was making a taco ring and he had no idea what that was a taco ring yeah tyler uh his he and his family they did that the other night they had taco rings he's like i'm about to have a taco ring and i was like what in the fuck is a taco ring bro he's like i'll send you a picture and i was like okay and he sends me this picture and it's a crescent roll with taco inside of it and i was like dude i've been doing that for like years i didn't know it was called a taco ring though that's yeah, cool but you have to like do it as a ring like it all connects together and see then i didn't you know bake that it in the oven. See, i didn't know it's that. not like little empanadas like where you roll the stuff up in the crescent rolls it's like you roll it in it but they kind of just wrap around to make like a wreath oh sweet Aretha Franklin Mm. of tacos (laughs) Jesus (laughs) yeah I wouldn't like that though because I don't like ground beef (laughs) I've had other kinds of like crescent roll rings but it was like a a chicken recipe like a a chicken kind of recipe that was good yeah yeah I don't know I'm just uh I was thinking about how to utilize that. And there's like a thousand different things in my head. You could almost do it like you could use that to make like a lasagna bake Mm -hmm. where you have like it's kind Mm -hmm. of a lasagna, but it's kind of also like a bread. That'd be interesting because you could like turn it to like garlic bisquick, right? Because you could flavor the bisquick. I'm assuming. Uh, Yeah, you can do whatever you want. It's just batter. You know, Bisquick is just batter that turns into delicious biscuits. <laughs> so, you know, you pour the batter around whatever you want and it'll bake into it. That's why I said you could just use cheese. You could just like mix cheese into it and make cheese biscuits. Oh my Different God. Different recipe entirely. That sounds but good too. That just yeah. reminded me when we were at the store the other day, Sarah was so surprised that you could buy frozen biscuits that are already Oh yeah, like, I forgot made. about it. Yeah, I was like, and oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you just bake them in the oven because they're like frozen and yeah. they come out perfect. Yeah, you that's a lot of restaurants sometimes. do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so most of them probably do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a restaurant secret. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Gotta freeze everything because it's 2019. Yeah, I guess. But like Bisquick is like America, man. <laughs> you right. Yeah, we need to make some casseroles this week. Yeah. We need to go to the store. That's cool. I've been eating salads lately more. Oh, I, yeah. I've been jamming salads. Yeah, they're really good. Mm-hmm. I'm not Dick a fan. salad. I know, but for some reason, all of a sudden, I become a fan a little bit more. Salad. I don't I'm really get down with stand up. Um, who? What's that? What is that? Um, I'm starving. Yeah, I'm starving. Starving. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? He crossed over into the movie world. Have I talked about this before on the show? I don't know. That okay? So John Panette was also <clears throat> in 2004, The Punisher, mm-hmm. and with Tom Jane, and he's like one of the main side characters. And he and his buddy, like, essentially endure torture to not give up where Frank Castle is. Mm. And, but, like, 
there's this moment where Frank Castle's getting the shit kicked out of him, and John Panette is in his apartment cooking, which, okay, again. Which Punisher? 2004, Thomas Jane Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Um, But so John Panette's in his apartment cooking to that uh, dun 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 dun, that like uh, Mm -hmm. opera song. I don't know what the hell it's called. You would know. Uh Right? So he's like singing to it while cooking. While the Punisher's getting his ass kicked, it's like one of the most funny scenes in that whole entire movie. But it's just mm. funny because John Panette again transcends. He was a comedian who did food and movies in a movie. Interesting. Yeah, I do love John Panette. I wouldn't mind watching that stand up again. It's I have best. to find it somewhere. Yeah, I think I still have that on one of the hard drives. Some somewhere <laughs> for sure. He had a second one too, though. Still hungry. I think was the second one. Yeah, yeah, that was, was funny. Yeah, it was funny, but that it was just magic. That, that first, that first one, one, yeah, that's one like particular... the Jeff. That's like the Jeff Dunham first stand up with the puppets. Mm, you know, I don't remember that. That was a like while with ago. Peanut and. Well, I know Walter. what that is. I just don't remember like the first that one specifically. Oh, there's been so many. Oh, now yeah, there has been like, way too many. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways. I, Let's go ahead and transition and shift gears. Real quick, a little bit of movie news. I don't know if you guys heard Avengers Endgame officially beat Avatar. It's the highest grossing movie worldwide of all time. Well, it's not like nobody saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I see now that Disney owns Avatar. Like, when Avatar 2 comes out, they'll probably put Avatar 1 back in theaters mm-hmm. to create kind of a little healthy competition and see if they can stir some more business up. Hmm. So, and then yeah. that'll push Avengers, and they can kind of just keep, you know, trading it off. Well, the thing about Avatar, though, is it got that many views because of how revolutionary the animation was. Right, the 3D the CGI. technology. Yeah, well, I guess I shouldn't say animation. Yeah, it's like CGI and stuff and all of that. That was like, people were, I remember, you're just fascinated by the way it looked back then. it was a big then. deal. Yeah, and... I, you can't recreate that. It wasn't because it was just that good of a movie. It was because of when it came out and and what they were doing with it at the time. Well, I mean, That's it's it's so dances with wolves it. and CGI or Pocahontas and CGI. It's Fern Gully. Oh Fern wow, Gully, I've never yeah. heard somebody say it's Fern Gully. It's Fern Gully, the last rainforest, yeah. almost exactly. That's ridiculously yeah, yeah. I crazy. I forgot about Fern Gully. Uh, Definitely one thing that that movie was also doing, and a lot of people, I remember there was some initial backlash from Avatar because people were like, it's just trying to like preach this like be green anti-colonialism yeah and all that stuff and i was just like i don't know if that's where my brain went initially i think they were just trying to tell like an interesting story or whatever i don't really like i said i don't really remember the story and everyone's like dude do you remember pocahontas and i was like yeah and he's there like you remember the story then i was like cool (laughs) so well then (laughs) i mean that was just a quick recap uh but that's the only news i really have in the movie world i mean they announced a ton of stuff at stcc that was all covered on journey into comics this week Mm -hmm. you guys can go back and listen to that uh obviously we don't need to pollute the air here with all the comic book stuff because we we have needed a little bit of a break from the comic book stuff so we decided to watch something a little bit more high class grown up a little more uh Fancy. I can't. Bougie. I can't wait for this entire conversation to. Transpire. Very bougie, and I think that it was so funny that 
we were talking to Andrew Poor of Adulting Ain't Easy <laughs> about this movie. He's the one who did he suggest this movie to us? No, he had seen it. <laughs> that makes sense then. He actually saw it at the AMC showcase that they do. He and Liz go every year when they do the Oscars. They showcase all the best picture noms and you like oh, watch over yeah, the course yeah. of a few weekends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, he was going and he said they went the first day and it was like a bore fest. And that was one of the movies that he didn't. I don't. I, at least to my memory, he had told me he didn't really get down on this movie at all well andrew i could see why you didn't like it (laughs) it was for people like us unfortunately until the very end until and then you get trolled Ooh, (laughs) is that what you're calling this a trolling (laughs) it's a troll rick roll of a movie yeah okay a little so you want to talk about this movie? I mean, no, I want to. You're talking. I didn't mean to talk over you. No, go you're ahead. fine. You're fine. I just wanted to say I had seen the trailer for this movie a long time ago, and I really wanted to watch it. And I suggested it to us, and they said, "Oh yeah, we'll find it. Blah blah blah. We'll get it. Whatever. Blah blah blah." And then we did, and then we just never watched it. And I'm talking about, the, of course, uh, the movie The Favorite. Mm-hmm. That's with a U. Yes, it's, it's the very British. Very British. It was a very art filmy, like Oscar bait, uh, trying real hard kind of movie. And I really was into it. Like, I was like, oh, yep. I think Sarah's going to be into this movie. I think this plotline's going to be funny. Like, this is an Emma Stone's in it. Um, the woman who played the Queen won Best Actress Olivia at the Oscars Coleman. this past year. Yeah. yeah. And it was nominated for Best Picture, right? Correct. It didn't win, though. No. And I can see why. Mm-hmm. This was not my favorite ending. <laughs> but um, I like what you did there. Yeah, but I wanted us to watch it. So we decided to watch it. And uh, we have thoughts. Do yeah, you want to so talk about it, Sarah? who wants to start on this? Well, somebody should do a synopsis of what the movie is. Brief synopsis? Yeah. Okay, so you got the queen... And she's doing her thing, and life seems cool, but she's like trying to get. Okay, essentially, he's wrong. Oh, wow. Life yeah. is not cool. Well, the I, queen, <laughs> like with the queen, life is not good with the queen. No. <laughs> wow. Okay. Queen what has I was, gout. Well, what I was more saying is, is like, because that's not even where they start. They don't start with her having gout, because that they come along with that. But like, she's in the middle of this deal, and she's trying to either usher in this treaty or. They're going to go to war. And initially it's like, we're going to war. We're going to do this. And it, it seems like this story is like very much like going to just be like a uh, war council type movie where they're deciding the war piece and everything. But it really shifts really quickly because you get introduced to Emma Stone's character, who is this like um, in the bloodline of Rachel Weiss's character, Sarah, interestingly enough. Um, and Rachel Weiss is like hand of the queen. And yeah, you probably should explain who these people are. Correct. She's the hand of the queen. Like you're missing the whole point. Of okay, story. please take over then. <laughs> Jesus, go ahead. Please do it. Please, by all means. I don't want to do it if you're going to be like that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not being like that. Look up a, a thing online. Just go and ahead. Read it to the people. Better. Well, I can't. I was just going to. Okay. <laughs> all right. This movie is simple. It's about the relationship between the queen and the lady that Rachel Vice's character is named Sarah. Yeah. who is like the hand of the queen. If this were Game of Thrones, she'd be the hand of the queen. And she helps her make uh, diplomatic decisions because she, uh, the queen is kind of like feeble-minded and super depressed, which we later find out. She's lost a ton of children and is like kind of crazy. 
Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Rachel Weiss's character's cousin, Emma Stone, is like this woman who is looking for a job at court because her family has just been like disgraced from her father, like burning their shit to the ground or whatever and debts and stuff. So she needs a place to go. So she goes to court and her cousin hires her on. But sends her to the like drags. Sends her to be a maid, uh, you know, and whatever. And she uh, gets pretty abused around, you know, Mm -hmm. the other other ladies. Like she burns her hand in a bucket of lye and this uh, a-hole general dude, he's like the leader of the opposition, like just pretty much kicks her and pushes her down like a fucking hill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she gets lashed. Yeah. I don't remember why she got up. Well, because she she, she ends helps. up yeah she ends up finding some herbs for to help the queen's ailments because the queen has gout and her leg is all fucked up. It's gross as shit. It was gross. Yeah, shit was gross. Sucked. Poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, and then uh, she uh, just rapidly be you know be gets uh, in favor of the queen and becomes her favorite, and then jealousies ensue and. You want I wanted there to be like more drama like the 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 score certainly made you think that it the suspense was building towards something Ooh, yeah. and then the ending was just a big fat fuck you guys fuck you audience like fuck the fans I mean I think it is important to note that Rachel Weiss's character has like a romantic relationship with the queen with the queen Yeah we yeah. haven't mentioned and that and that they're Emma like Stone... best friends lovers and uh like they run the state together basically and that's part of the reason why they're trying to do this war is to get her husband to go essentially die in war it seems i don't think that that's the reason at all you don't think so because they kind of celebrate after she i think she does she loved her husband and wanted him to come back but she wanted the more the war more than she wanted her husband mycroft right that's why there was blackmail uh, at the end, right? uh, but uh, bitches had to play and get catty. I didn't like the turn of events in this movie. Emma Stone Ooh. essentially sees some stuff go down between the Queen and Sarah, and is like, "Where?" Uh, yeah. David Lynch level oh, uncomfortably yeah. long. Sexy oh yeah, time. yeah, sexy time scenes. And then she sneaks out, and uh, that's when her plan really comes into motion. Like. I like, now oh, maybe I'm gonna hold myself to the queen. Well, and, but not only that, though, she has the strong advantage of knowing the truth about her cousin, right. who maybe thinks she doesn't know the truth, and she's a little naive to that. So then it slowly starts like to become a competition. Threats. Yeah, and there's mm-hmm. like almost shooting her. The one, but scene. the queen and Rachel Vice's character, Sarah, were both talking about how they know that the queen is just fucking with her by fucking with this younger girl you know like they're both talking like when are we gonna stop this ridiculousness you know yeah she's like i don't think i want to because she's the queen she's she's having too much fun correct she wants the attention because this woman was you know maybe not paying as much attention to her as she wanted but it's very like childlike but this movie i think ultimately is like the be careful what you wish for allegory because Emma Stone's character really wants to be in a higher position with the queen and then like almost sees Sarah's position as like, oh, I would love to be there because then I have it all and I can make decisions. And right, I can. she starts getting greedy. And then she gets what she wants ultimately in a way. 
spoilers. But she doesn't really get what she wants also in a way, which is not spoilers, and it leaves you ambiguous and wanting to watch the movie, I hope, and make your own decision. <sighs> what do you have to say, Sarah? Please. Well, that was a lot of a movie. There was a lot of a uh, subplot and things. You know, I really... It, hmm, sorry, I'm choosing my words carefully because I don't want to really spoil it for people, I guess. Well, the movie's been I out mean, almost a year at this point. Well, yeah. I, you know, you try not to make a habit of that. But it was, uh, you know... It was good. I was into it. I was sitting here. We're watching it. And uh, the art direction first... was great. The costumes was great. It was beautiful. The costumes were beautiful. I think they won an, uh, an Oscar for costumes as well. Very Let me look that up, Lynch, actually. Very Twin Peaks. Continue, yeah. Sarah. Like, the costumes were, were great. Yeah. And, um, it was like Rococo Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the frolicking in the woods. The scenery was good. You know, all, all of that was good. The acting was good. The acting was great. Mm-hmm. You know? But, like, th- there was, like, a few red flags as we were watching it. And the fisheye lens yeah. started to get to me after a bit. It was like somebody and, was making a film, like, a movie in film school. Yeah, which, you know, okay, that's fine. If they're going to try to give it Oscars, I don't know. Like, I understand what they were trying to say with it. Yeah, it's from that perspective. It's in the yeah. little bubble. We get it. But to me, it just, uh, I wanted it a little more subtly. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have, like, that full fisheye thing. You know, maybe it wasn't full the whole time. I don't know. I would have to rewatch it. But uh, I don't know. That was a little bit, like, I don't know. I wanted it to be more unsettling in yeah. a way. It just seemed it, it it just seemed like it was like not well thought out. I don't know. But the score flip-flopped for me from magnificent organ. The organ part of it was just outstanding. Oh yeah. I loved that. I uh I wanted to love the reduced violin Ugh. thing. Mm-hmm. It was literally, you guys, you'll know, it goes on for an unbelievably amount of time. The Literally the same violin note. There's so many scenes. Quarter notes. Just so long. It's, yeah. And it like, they'll it's use like this one Kevin idea. Smith, David Lynch, and uh, what's his name? Stanley Kubrick made a movie. It would be the favorite. Yeah. Weird. I like that. Uh, it only took the one Oscar, ultimately, for uh, Olivia Coleman as the queen. By the way, she had to play, like, like look like she had a stroke, I think, or something. They don't really, like, talk about it. They, they kind of brush over the fact that it happens, but she, like, half her body is, you know, limp yeah. and her face is drooped. Kudos to that lady. Yeah, yeah she played a, like, hardcore role. That was hardcore. And, like, going from happy to screaming, like, she screams at those people playing the music. Stop playing! You know, just like the little children, uh, yeah, that were mm-hmm. not playing fully in tune, but close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, yeah. That was an interesting movie. I was uh, a little insulted at the the last scene that went on way too long and was very. Uh, I don't want to say like. <sighs> it was it was, a... It's not like it was amateur. It was just like. 
really on the nose soap opera like really that's how you're gonna end the movie yeah with no real like resolve it kind of well it wasn't that that that's not what bothered me (laughs) that's not what bothered me (laughs) it was a weird scene it was going on uncomfortably long like and it didn't need to be that like the mirror scene in veronica long (laughs) yeah longer but longer longer it was pretty long yeah it was disappointing i was hoping more from the ending it's like somebody had a really great idea and had no fucking clue how to wrap it up they're like oh let's just uh let's do this yeah i don't know they i I think they thought about it it was pretty thought out it was was very intentional it was very uh great gardens (laughs) very uh what was that old Miss Havisham from Great Expectations? Oh, yeah. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, it's hard to talk about it critically without giving it away. Right? Totally. I, I appreciate how we've been able to kind of tiptoe around it. but Yeah, I don't want to give away I think spoilers. this movie is only like a three for me with how it ended. Like, it was it, long, it, too. It, yeah, it was definitely long, but... You know, if you would have had a better ending, I think it could have been like a four and a half star flick for me. But right, I agree because I was totally into it. Mm -hmm. Like Sarah said, I was enjoying it the whole time, and then the last ten minutes totally ruined the movie for me. And I was like, "Damn, motherfuckers!" You know, they're possibly doing a sequel. I don't know how. I kind of want everybody to watch this movie and you know get back to us. Get back to us about what they think about the ending. Because I know people are going to be like, oh, well, that's high art for you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's pretentious and it's like in your face. And it's like it's like uh, saying, yeah, we're going for the Oscar. We're going for it, guys. And nothing's going to stop us. <laughs> we're going to do it this yeah. time. Um, very flowers for Algernon. What do you guys think? Also three? Three stars probably? Where are you putting it on the five-star scale? Yeah, it's hard because it was so good at I some I give it a three points. and a half. Okay. Yeah. I'd give it a grumbly yeah. three and a half. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, I'm going to go with three only because I really understood where the strings were coming from and creating tension. And then it just like went on for like, they, they would play that same Plunk. note over Plunk. like three scenes Plunk. that were not really the same thing right it you know? should have moved on it and changed yeah and it did change it should have i mean right. it, it, it changed it got more tense or like it should have well it did change like it kept changing but it was just too subtle mm-hmm. like it was too subtle that's what i keep trying to say <laughs> it was so like, subtle that we didn't notice it changing because yeah. i didn't notice it changed it sounded like the same exact tone the whole time to me it was driving me insane you know, well, it, it changed. It was just like the same thing, you know. Like you said, the organ was really good, but mm-hmm. the strings were super annoying and monotonous for okay. me. Well, we've talked about the favorite till we're blown in the face. We're going to move on to like our last little section here before we get out of here. Do you guys have any movie recommendations? I've got a couple I want to talk about, but I'm going to give you guys the floor first if there's anything that maybe I haven't watched or anybody else out there hasn't possibly watched that uh, is, you know, worth uh, checking out. I don't know. We haven't. I've been working so much. I haven't watched anything new. 
Fair enough. That was the new movie that I watched, was that thing. I don't think we watched anything else. I finally made you guys watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yes. Oh, yeah, we did watch we that We did movie. watch I that I said movie. last time on the podcast that I wanted you guys to watch it, and it's on Hulu, so we finally watched it. It was really good, and I and I get why you like it so much, because it's got that, like, this is Spinal Tap documentary mm-hmm. now-esque mm-hmm. It's feel. a fake documentary about beauty queens and... What some people do to make sure they get the gold. Christy Alley's in it and a lot of other people. It's really a good. It's a good flick. It's I good. really enjoyed watching it. Did you like it, Sarah? Yeah, if you're from any sort of like smaller or small town. Midwestern town. Midwestern type place. you will Mount under- Rose, Minnesota. Especially if you're a late, uh, like a girl, you'll understand this movie. <laughs> but like yeah. young Kirsten Dunst is in it, young Brittany Murphy. There's some mm-hmm. other actresses that Denise were in there. Richards is Denise in Richards it. Denise Richards is in it. Yeah, there's lots of people in that movie, and uh, I loved it so much when it came out. When I think when did that come out? Like 1999, maybe. Let me look it up. Yeah, will you look it up? That was one of my favorite movies when I was younger, because I grew up in a funeral home, and one of the main characters works in a funeral home doing hair and makeup and stuff. And she gets to, like, practice her pageant da- tap routine while she's there. And it was just, like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. very relatable. Hmm. Very relatable and funny. Super funny movie. <laughs> it's like a Fargo about beauty queens. It slides in and you're going to have to change your list. 1999. 1999. It slid in in the last year of the 90s. It's 20 yeah. years old this year. Wow. I don't think that I'm going to be adding it to my list because I, I went a different way with my list this year. Last year, I uh, for our 80s bracket, I just picked movies that, you know, came from my heart. Like, those were just movies that I thought of off the top of my head, given the circumstances. Sure. And then when I made my 90s list, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? None of my movies are really going to go through these brackets. I already kind of know where I think things are going to go. So I'm just going to go the smart route and play the odds and go, like, look up the top, like, 200 90s movies of all time, like, critically ones. And then I checked, like, the, um, the you know, the Rotten Tomatoes scores and stuff and just checked, like, the one of the better ones. And then I picked the ones that are all my favorites that I know that I would watch over and over again. Over the other ones. And that's ones. how I based my, uh, how I did my nineties bracket for the finale of foodies. Excellent. Sarah hasn't picked her top 25 yet. Cause we have the, we have a really long process. Everyone involved will pick their 25, uh, top, 90s movies mm-hmm. then i'll create an aggregate score the top 64 of those movies of all everybody's movies will move on to the next round based on who has the highest ranking and then once that's done we'll figure out how to you know seed them and then it'll be on and i'll make the bracket and we'll um get ready to uh do it up again in style and that was a really fun two-part finale last year we got one more episode to go on this season of Foodies before we get to our two-part finale. So we do so you have... have some time to work on your list. Yeah, totally. So we got a little okay. bit to go before we really get there. And but, if anybody uh, out there has any suggestions that they want to throw out there, any movies they want to see make the list, hit us up on our Facebook or uh, Instagram or wherever. Yes, that's a great plug. Good job. I appreciate you there. Uh, Sarah, you said you didn't think we watched any other movies, but we did. Because you and I got to see a movie with Anthony the other day called Mud. Oh. Did you dig that movie? What are your thoughts on that? I got to think about it. I forgot about it already. What was that about? It's Matthew McConaughey. He's got the weird fucked up teeth. (laughs) 
he lives in a boat in the woods in oh, Alabama. Yeah. And those weird uh, like like river kids or the whatever. river kids, I'm yeah, neck bone. Oh my god, movie. you would love this movie, V. It it's really up your alley. It's, like it was it's up your alley for sure. It but movie. it's like essentially this guy is out in the woods and he um is trying to save his girlfriend, but he's kind of got some shit that's like following him around and these kids are just being kids and getting into trouble and they meet this stranger in the woods. They're trying to steal this boat, but it's his boat. So he makes a deal. If they'll help him, he'll give them the boat and things go awry. It's a very interesting heart. Hmm. You know, it's a feel good, you know, hit you in the feels kind of, I didn't cry or anything. It didn't make me feel like that, but it was, it was good. It definitely was really good. We'll see. Uh, But I actually have better, better, recommendations i have two that i want to talk to you guys about that are recent watches uh one of them is more for the people that are out there listening that like to live a little dangerously and can get down with gore and 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 blood and guts kind of stuff because this was an intense flick Uh, i watched this movie with anthony the other day called shot caller and (laughs) jamie lannister is in it okay Mm mm-hmm is it some like shitty B movie from a different country? No, it's an American made flick. Okay. <laughs> it is kind of a B movie. It's really it's still high quality, but the premise is awesome and then the story itself is really cool. So it's like uh Jamie Lannister, that's what I'm gonna fucking call him because I can't think of his name. Nicholas Waldo, I think is his real name. Mm-hmm. But uh he's this banker living his normal life. Everything's cool. He goes out and hangs out with his wife and their friends, like husband and wife, and uh he's driving them home. And they get in an accident, and because he's drunk, his friend dies. And so he has to go to prison. And essentially the movie is him acclimating, like, it's either kill or be killed in prison. Oh, that sounds horrible. And so it goes from this, like, it's very much a Walter White kind of story where you see this, like, modest, good guy. I don't want to watch that. I've seen all of Oz. I don't go, you know, Mm -hmm. down in flames. But then also, like, ultimately the movie's very, very redeeming, and the ultimate end goal is so awesome. Like they take it in a totally different route that I was not expecting at all. Hmm. Um, but I highly recommend that movie. It's pretty easy to find. You know, I think it's like on Amazon Prime or something, or if you've got like Xfinity on demand. Called? Shot Caller. Shot Caller. Because mm-hmm. he, he, uh, Nicholas Waldo plays this guy named Money. Because they call him Money because he worked at a bank, you know. That's mm-hmm. his prison name. But like he has to join a white power gang because it's that or you're gonna die, you know. I, have, I don't. And know. then like I don't know why you would think I would want to watch w- this movie. No, I'm not saying that's why I said more for those people, <laughs> not necessarily for you guys. Oh, okay, great. But I see. the other one I think you might like. It's called Upgrade, and this guy it's kind of set in the future, and he is an old school dude. He's kind of like your dad. Loves working on cars. He loves working on muscle cars. Mm-hmm. But it's the future, so there's all these electric vehicles and and. It's not his thing. And he's all against like technology. Well, he and his girlfriend are in this car that's driving them because they're all self-driving cars. Mm-hmm. And it gets in an accident and she dies and he gets becomes a quadriplegic. Damn. And this dude is like, hey, I've got this chip called STEM. I created it. Wait a minute. I think I saw a trailer for this, didn't we, at the theater? Possibly, yeah. When we saw Spider-Man? No. Not Spider-Man. We saw something else. This was like, it would have come out last year sometime. It would have been something. I remember this trailer. But they put the thing in his neck and it's like a, a, he can't, you know, it's confidential surgery because it's not like FDA approved or whatever. And this thing starts talking to him. 
but it also makes him like superhuman. It's kind of like Neuralink. We're just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We were just talking about how freaky that shit is. So I was just watching the presentation on that and like they have to have a robot that implants Neuralink because it has to microscopically touch your brain and put these tiny little wires into it. Sarah, have you heard about this new Neuralink thing that Elon Musk is unveiling? No, I have. I don't know what you're talking about. It essentially puts a USB port in your neck, and if you have like problems like muscular dystrophy people or people that can't move and stuff, it can help reprogram your brain and stuff. But they can also feed information into you kind of like a computer, so you could just be given all the knowledge of the world in like a, a single fucking shot. <sighs> That's boring. <laughs> That's not human at all. That totally led to this conversation we were having about that, how we were talking about would you rather be living in like uh content plasticity you know like just contentment just being the same and not feeling everything just one big content hive of okayness that's what we all would become because we would all just be plugged in but of course if we all had the same knowledge and all could drive towards the same goal we could become a better civilization maybe become like a civilization level the point because we need to at some point become a civilization level three or four in order to get off this planet and keep our species going why do we want to get off this planet because this planet's going to die well obviously and fast i just mean like (sighs) no i mean that's that's seriously like that's the way to look at it, but um, <laughs> anyways, anyways, so upgrade, you know, he gets the STEM thing and it's like making him super powerful and he's like, you know, he can fight anybody and block anything and whatever. But then he decides that because he has all this power and all this ability with STEM that he can, you know, cause he was a quadriplegic, so he couldn't even walk and now he can like fight and run and do right. all these things. So he's like, I'm going to solve my wife's murder and figure out who the fuck did this and why. And like that, that unfolds and then you get the resolve of it. And that's like, mm-hmm. and then the movie ends in a way that you would never, ever expect a movie to end. Like it totally left fields and, and doesn't resolve where you could even predict. Mm-hmm. So those would be my two. If you get a chance, watch shot collar and or upgrade. Um, all right, all right. Both are worth the watch. Also, Detective Pikachu is really good. Like, <laughs> really good. Oh. Oh? <laughs> I think you'd oh. like it. Mm-hmm. If you watched a little bit of it today, what did you think of the little bit that you watched? I didn't want to like it, but after <laughs> I understood the plot line, I was like, okay, I guess I can get on board with it. Like, it had me captivated for a little bit, and I was like, I gotta get up and go practice. <laughs> That's a good way to look at things. Yeah, I needed to go practice some piano. It's been a while. Yeah, well, I think... Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add to this week's episode before we jump out of here? No, I think we covered it. We bitched mm-hmm. enough about the favorite, I think. <laughs> not the favorite. Yeah. It was not the f- and, our favorite. You know, not our favorite in the hot gas stations. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll have eaten... Better food. Hopefully next time we have the yeah. pours with us. We'd like to have them back on yeah. since they're a part of our team and they, they went were... on their their uh, honeymoon, right? Yes. I cannot wait to hear the next episode of Adulting and Easy where they recount that. They went with three other couples or families or something to South Africa, to South Africa for two weeks. They Whoa. laid with lions and <laughs> pet giraffes and 
went to all kinds of crazy places oh yeah and lived it up man i've never seen ap smile so much as when he was petting that i think it was a giraffe or something in this picture he was just like lit up (laughs) you know so happy so excited they had a good time so far to have them back yeah so we want to definitely we were trying to get them on before and then things kind of fell into place in a certain way where we couldn't line up with their schedule before they got out of town so we will have them back soon next time all right folks well before we get out of here you can always check out foodies watching movies on the journey into comics network at journeyintocomics.com get us on itunes podbean stitcher radio google play music Castbox, TuneIn, spotify and many others just search journey into comics network or go to patreon.com backslash journey into comics give us a dollar for early access exclusive content five bucks for our sticker tier ten dollars for our t-shirt tier 25 bucks for our t-shirt tier plus a training session with me to teach you how to podcast uh, i think that's going to do it folks this has been season three episode 22 of foodies watching movies not my favorite i have been your host nate i'm veronica and sarah And we will see you folks later. As always, eat fearless.